This podcast is not safe for work and not appropriate for children. Even if you're driving by some kids and you have your windows open and you have the, the show on, roll up the windows or at least turn the volume down. And then maybe look at their look their mother in the eye and be like, my, my bad, didn't mean to do it. Just just trying to have some fun. Just trying to have a little fun in my life. Trying to inject some fun into my fucking life. Anyway, on with the show. Um, due to these, due to these unique and special times, uh, the TTQ company, the TTQ brand, has decided to cut this quick commercial just to sort of get you a commercial just to communicate to everyone that we're here and we care. And we're going to get through this together. That's right. Because togetherness is the way we move forward. In these uncertain times. Right. Now, it's going to be a video, and we're going to release a video. But what I have here is just is just sort of a written sort of a written version that ex- explains what's happening in the video. So I'm going to solemnly and respectfully read that right now. Uh, it's in black and white. Okay. And uh, there's, a, there's a windswept sidewalk covered in autumn leaves. Again, it's black and white, but there's leaves. And there's a little girl wearing a ragged hoodie. And there's also a young mom and they're holding hands and they're walking towards the distance. And this is where the um, classical music comes to sort of um, slowly titters in in the background. Mm-hmm. More like. <laughs> yeah, keep doing that. That's great. In these tough times, we all need to make sacrifices. And then there's a cut to a guy and he's working at the deli counter and he wipes his sweat away because he's chopping up so many hams and then it's a cut to a man and he's holding the bills and there's so many bills and he has one of those old-timey little calculators he's he's like he's going and he's just working on it but when things are a little scary out there we want you to know that we're here for you hi i'm brand co-founder and recipient of a new teeth of, of a new teeth whitening procedure that hasn't been released in the states yet, Joshua Ralph Didrikson, and I want to and I want to let you know from the bottom of my heart that my company, the TTQ company, is here for you. We believe you. We support you. We held your hair that one time when you were puking. America, you can think about the tough questions like that friend that holds back your hair, and in this COVID crisis, we are the people holding back your hair as America pukes up. Into the toilet. America's in the toilet. And we're here to get out one of those goldfish fishing sort of nets and just plunk, just plunk, plunk, just sort of get it out and put it into a paper towel. That's where we're at. We're here for you. Are you a listener? Good. We're here for you. Are you not a listener? How actually, are you even here? You actually, we're not here for you then. If, you sh- if you're a listener, we are here for you. If you're not a listener... Unfortunately, <laughs> if you look for us, we will not be there. But together, in these tough times, and now we're back to the we're back to the family on the sidewalk. The ham guy and the calculator guy—they're not—they're not there. 
It's just the it's just the two. It's just the young girl and the ragged hoodie and the young mom, and they're holding hands, but they're sharing. They're both sharing a, a bud of a headphone. Ooh, and they're giggling. They're laughing. We can share a laugh in these trying times, and isn't that better than money or a place to live? <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. And enjoy the show, America. Why don't we go ahead and get started with the podcast? Oh, yeah, the podcast. Welcome, what we're here to. Right. Do. Welcome to the Tough Questions, a uh, insanity-inspired and powered podcast about Fuck, Mary Kills, hosted by me, Joshua Ralph Didrikson, and my enchanting ingenue. Gabrielle Kaiser. I, you always throw me off when you use the word ingenue, and I think it's because I don't even know what ingenue means. I, I don't really know either. I think it just means, like, mysterious. But like, I did really like being called enchanting. Can you do that more often? Absolutely, my dear. I love that. I, I'll, you're, in, you're enchanting me right now. Um, yeah. um, so we do Fuck, Mary Kills here, um, but we don't do them quick. We do them low and slow, like a nice brage, like a nice brajol. That's how we do the podcast. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. We're just like a nice little brujol yeah. roasting in the oven, really All simmering. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> getting, <laughs> taking, getting, our time. taking our time, understanding these lineups. Low and slow. Dissecting our decisions, analyzing how we would react with Correct. each other. Getting granular. We don't always agree. No. Just because we are a couple yes. does not mean we agree on everything. So true. We, we don't. That's absolutely true. And this is a particularly debated podcast sometimes. It we, is. We, we get heated out here. Yeah, I get mad sometimes. And it's I all t- good tell fun, Josh I to sleep on the couch. I do. Because he decided to fuck the genie. <laughs> I didn't fuck the genie. Well, I don't know. We'll see. He was enchanting, though. Yeah, we don't have any suggestions because we are just coming back online. Coming back from hiatus. Yeah, it's Josh, a little tough. Hijacked our Twitter, so um, we don't have a Twitter anymore. Um, that's gone. We still have our Gmail. It's uh, ttqpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can uh, send in a uh, you can send in a recording of yourself asking the question, and we'll play it on to our tens and twelves yeah. of listeners. Or you can email us. Just we'll email us. We we'll just read it. Not everybody some, has access to the recording listen, equipment. After our, after our release of episode forty three, I got some bites. Mm. A couple bites, but no, no one, no one said anything in yet. So, so everything's fine. Don't we're ready for it. it. Just we're ready for it. We're primed for it. We can't wait. Okay, let's move on to the first phase. Yeah, ready let's get this? into it. Let's let's. I don't see any reason to parlay. Let's us. unscrew the hatch to our podcast bunker, and everybody get in before the shockwave rushes over the countryside. Um, yeah, we got beans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. It's your, what was your mandate no, first I, last time? I picked first last time, so, it's so time you get the, to pick first. It's time for the Didrikson mandate. Oof. Okay, Jack. no. I think we have not done this. I could have sworn, it doesn't matter. We'll do it, we'll do it. Okay. Okay, let's do that one. No, good. Number one. Fuck, Mary kill. Robin Williams as Jumanji? Robin Williams as the guy from Flubber? Mm-hmm. Or Robin Williams as Jack? Where he ages in reverse. Well... Wait, sorry. Technical question, because uh-huh. it's been a while since I've watched the movie Jack. Does he get, like... No, no, I... Exactly. He stays the same physical, <laughs> but his brain declines? No, no. I, I got to confuse... He, he doesn't have Benjamin Button disease. Okay. He ages quickly. Yes. So he, he's born he with a normal boy. He gets really old really but fast. But then eventually his brain is that of a child's, but he looks like Robin Williams. Wait. 
I thought he got really old really fast, which means he's like yes. a kid. I, I just said that. Oh, okay. And then he he's the like an of a old child. Yeah, yeah. Because he's he hasn't the brain develops the rate of you and me, but the body develops quicker and he gets old quicker. Yeah. But he has a young boy's brain. Got it. Unlike Billy Madison, who was just mm-hmm. a dumb idiot. Correct. Or Benjamin Button, who was born as an old man and did a reverse age thing. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then he was then he was a giant baby who died. I and then there's a brief moment where they're the Kate same Blanchett age. and him and, and her and uh, Benjamin Button meet up. And they're acceptable. In the studio. And it's acceptable for them to love we each love other. Love that movie over here. Um, okay. It's been a while since I've watched it. Been a while <laughs> since I've seen gone. Benjamin Button. Great. That's. <laughs> that's it's been a while <laughs> since I've gone. To watch the television. <laughs> Brad Pitt's a tiny boy. All right, listen, <laughs> listen. Sorry, we Let's are unfocused. The task at hand here. Now, can I just can I just take a second to talk about my favorite one of these? Because they're all really good for different reasons. But there's one that I'm afraid is going to get looked over that I really like, would like to sort of pinpoint. I like to sort of take my paintbrush and just give it a little highlight. Okay. Highlight it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this is what I want to talk about for. Flubber for a second. Okay. What is this green stuff? It's yeah. Messy, what is this crazy ha- green stuff? And it has okay. a mind of its own. So, okay. Just to get the, the just, just to grab, just, just, just to grok it. Okay. So, all three of these boys, mm-hmm. they come with the accessories included, right? Like, it's not oh. just the scientist guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. So, so if I pick, you know, Rob Williams from Flubber, he's bringing some of that green bouncy yeah, stuff Yeah, and around. the floaty the, robot. The McDonald's hamburger that floats around behind him. Yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. movie. I have not seen it in years. Don't know what's going on with it. Is there even a bad guy? Is it just about him making Flubber? I really don't care. I think he's his own enemy in the movie. Yeah. Relatable. <laughs> now... See, because here's the thing about Flubber, though. Can I just go back to my original point? Um, it's green, bouncy stuff mm-hmm. that comes out of science. Like, science, he uses science to make it. I imagine it comes out of a big, steaming machine. Um, and, like, you can put it on your shoes, and you're bouncing around. You put it on your butt of your pants. You you do a butt. You go down your butt. You bounce back up to your feet, right? Like, yep. it's that kind of thing. You, do, you put it on a basketball. It goes wild. Mm-hmm. It just goes crazy. It goes wild and crazy. Yeah. Um, now where you now, but where you lose me with Flubber is when it turns into a little man. <laughs> like can we talk about how occasionally Flubber will turn into a small man. Have you yes. seen this? Yes. And sort of a mischievous, sort of gremlin-like. He's like rubber. It's man. like a, a green starfish that dances around and it's jiggly and like <laughs> but, weird. <laughs> so, but how does it become a man, Gavin? Like what? How? How is it? Because you put enough Flubber together and it just becomes like a a live man. I think the implication of the flubber is its own intelligent life force. So, so no matter how many little pieces of flubber, it is intelligent. So if I'm putting it on my basketball shoes so I can be like Mike and, and do a big time jump uh-huh. at the hoop, mm-hmm. there's small green rubber boys on my feet. Yes. And they're like, ow. Like they're like thinking about that they're alive. Like I'm saying, where's the line? To be from from um, from fun goop. That's a fun, that's kind of a fun sort of mad science goop to a live small boy. Well, maybe it's like artificial intelligence, and as it exists longer, the mm. more it gains more it, brain waves absorbed into it. Gains more intelligence. Hmm. Question for you though: 
And only because you keep on bringing up basketball, and this is very unrelated, but it's popping into my brain right now. Good, so don't do stop you, it. Do you think that Flubber and Space Jam are in the same cinematic universe? I don't think so. Here, here's why. Well, I mean, maybe, but they, I don't know if they're connected because you got to remember, this is key. In Space Jam, they go down the golf hole. They get sucked yes. down the golf hole, and they're in the Looney Tunes universe. Yes. But in Flubber, it's real life, so... Yeah, but so it could what, be happening. If, what if Flubber got sucked in from the Looney Tunes universe in a golf hole? hole well, now we're just writing life. fan fiction. Now we're now, now we're <laughs> just we're just writing Michael Jordan versus Flubber the movie, which is which is great. But really, Michael Jordan doesn't need Flubber. That's really the the, the that's that might be the moral of the story because you know yeah exactly. But I, I was thinking you're going to go in a different direction because you know everyone everyone knows about Michael's secret stuff from Space Jam. Yes, right? absolutely. Now it is it's water. It is water. But are we sure it's not water with just a, a little, little bit, bit of flubber? A little, just a little bit. A couple of microns of fucking flubber just in your body, making you a little stretchier, a little more, a little more effective. A little bit more loose. Against the Monstars. I mean, it's possible. It's more Maybe than possible. the Looney Tunes are made of flubber. Oh, yeah, I know. I just blew oh, your brain. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> what is the name of the guy? <laughs> what is the name of the guy? Uh, the fat guy from Seinfeld, Newman. What's his real name? Because <laughs> he's in Space Jam. He I gets, think it's like Randy. No, Wayne Knight. Thank you. It's Wayne Knight. Because you know how in Space Jam, Wayne Knight, he gets flattened to flat as a pancake? Yes. Just like, he's like so flat. That's like super flubbery. That's like a kind of a thing. That's that's what we call in filmmaking a visual hint that maybe he's made out of flubber in this one. See, this maybe is in what... this one, he's also allied with flubber. I think this is further evidence for my doctoral dissertation. I'm writing this down. Go ahead and dessert that, Gabba. So... That's insane. Um, but also, just to get back to our the matter, it hand, doesn't really address the fuckability, marability, no, or to address it. You're yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you take some flubber, you put it, you you wipe it on your the top part of your underwear, right above where the dick comes out. Uh, yes. And then it, you're hitting it from behind, and it bounces, and you go. It goes really like a fast. Turbo, like a turbo dick situation. <laughs> <laughs> have you wait, have you considered the wait, turbo wait, the flubber wait. turbo? But it can only be on one person though, because if it's double flubber, you guys will like is be like magnets movie? and like repel each other. Oh, is double flubber in the movie? Or are you just sort of spitballing it? Are you I'm just spitballing, baby. I don't even know. Maybe it is in the movie. <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm what I'm because like right <laughs> if everybody is both bouncing right. Bing, 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 if this could go wrong very easily, you gotta have you gotta go. On track real now, quick okay fine well, it's time it's time to create a product it's the um oh it's, you know the paddle ball thing where the yeah the ball is that there's on a string yeah and then the paddle there is there mm-hmm. the paddle is the flubber no the pa- no the paddle is the pelvis of the man or the guy who has the who has the member the string is the strings attached to the harness uh-huh the ball, that's the woman or the the receiver. Insertion, right? insertion in. And then when you start paddling on the paddle, uh-huh. that's flubber, baby. So it's just going. Yeah. I think that's called work. The, flubber, the flubber. It's called the. <laughs> <clears throat> I can get this. It's good. What's it called, Josh? <laughs> it's called the flubber turbo dick system. 
and it can be yours TM. for five payments of $19.99. Just make sure you lock the uh, Flubber Turbo Dick System into a locked drawer. Otherwise, TTQ Podcast is not responsible for any injuries. Otherwise, a small green man will come out of your, out of your drawer and cause havoc in your house. Yes. Maybe that. Josh, that's how the small green man gets made. Sex? With the Flubber panties. <laughs> We we really it's it's my fault for bringing up Flubber and how amazing it is, uh, and how many exciting opportunities there but are. But we have to talk about the man behind. Yeah, that, the, that the, is the problem. The creation. He's he's a he, a notorious mess all over the place. He's completely a, disorganized and dysfunctional. And he's also that Late. rare convert, that rare combination of also being a workaholic who's so always working. Yes, he's going to ignore you. And Flubber's fun for only so long. Yes. Uh, so as far as actually ranking inside the FMK, he ranks kind of low. Uh, now, Jack, there's a lot of problems for me. <laughs> there's a lot of problems. <laughs> the one problem is that... He looks I, like a man and he's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just wrapped it up pretty much. As, he, look, he looks like a man, but he is a boy. <laughs> you know? You ever seen Jack Hill? Well, how old would Jack be if his brain was 18? But his body was what? 75? I don't think he gets to be a teenager in the movie. I think he, he was like 12 and he dies. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he gets that far. Have you ever seen the movie? Because I want to bring no, up an important he, thing about he, the movie. I have seen the movie, but it's been a while. Okay. Been a while. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that made me sing it. So this is, this is like one of those, you know like when like you're a kid and you see like a movie that like totally sucks, but there's like one little piece of it. Yeah. It's just like in your brain forever. Well, in Jack, uh, he finally gets some friends and he's like, at this point, Robin Williams, like just like present day Robin Williams. Like he's like a hairy Popeye looking guy. He's mm-hmm. hanging out with all these kids in a tree house and they're doing that thing that I don't know if you ever did as a kid. I did. I didn't do it, but, um. You're having, like, a fun time sleepover. You're having, like, the best sleepover ever. And um, everyone gets a bunch of gross stuff. They put it in a big pot. And then they dare each other to eat out of the pot. And in the show, in the movie, they're putting, like, Hormel chili and, like, weird shit in there. And then one guy takes a big thing of toothpaste and just fucking puts toothpaste in there. And I always thought I would give it a go. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought. I was like, before the toothpaste, I was like, ew, gross. But then he's, he's just like splorping it in there. It's coming out of the thing. And they're like, they're like whisking it in. It's like red and white and blue. I saw it. I'd be like, you know what? Give me a, give me a little spoonful. You know, I'm Josh. Down, I'm down to clown with that. There's some things I don't need to know about you. It's minty, you know? It's refreshing. Minty and meaty? That sounds hot. Well. It's like me and you, go. I'm meaty. You're minty. Um, so that really doesn't affect how I'm going to fuck Jack because he's a small boy in a man's body. Um, but I just thought that was kind of gross. And um, I think you gotta kill Jack. I know that implies dark, that I'm is, killing a child. But he is the he is he is gonna be the first one to go out of the three. But like, I can't marry a child, man. I think it's time. I are. I mean, I'm with you. I think we've we've barely touched on Jumanji, which is by the way is not the guy's name. His name is like Derek or some shit. Like yeah. he's, Jumanji is the name of the game, and he gets trapped in there when he was a young boy. He's essentially a monster man. He's like a, he's like a caveman, wild man, Tarzan level guy. Google it. I want to know his name. Alan Parrish, a man trapped Alan in Jumanji yes. for 26 years. Ooh. So he's essentially a Tarzan level uh, crazy guy. And he's nuts, too. So for me, I think we give him a little brushy brush with a toothpaste chili. And uh, he's a fuck for me. I think I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, I'm gonna go interesting. Ahead and, and you're going to marry the Flubber boy? I'm marrying Flubber man. I yes. think you're wrong on this one. Okay, well, let me walk you through where, where I'm at. Okay. 
Let me just paint you a quick picture. Okay, go, go. I got my brushes out. I got my easel out. Hurry up, I'm getting impatient. Okay, I'm laying in bed, and Flubber Man's nowhere to be found. He's out on, on the, he's out at the office or the science, mm-hmm. this, I literally call it a lab. I was going like to say the science place. <laughs> he's out at the science <laughs> playground, and he was playing with all the science, but he wasn't where, he wasn't with me. He was, he was at home. I was at home. He was not with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, um, you know, I'm reading my saucy romance novel, as you do, before you go to bed. And I'm getting a little hot and bothered, but there's no one around. But who do I see peeking, peeking up through the, the crack in the door? Who is that? What the is flubber? That? It's a hefty stack of green flubber boys. And they're all coming in. And they have, and they have, one, they have one goal tonight. You know what that is? Pleasure, Pleasuring Daddy. me, yes. And they are go and they are smooth and they are sticky when they want it to be sticky, but they are smooth and supple. And they know how to work every little piece of me. And there's a bunch of them. And know what they can also do? Split into multiples, right? So, so like, all of a sudden I have a small a army of green argument boys. For fucking, but like where's the marriage material? Because as far as I'm concerned, you're cheating on your husband right now with the green monster that he created. <laughs> you see the error of your it's ways? It's not a perfect marriage. but It's not a sex toy, Josh. But no Josh. marriages are perfect, you know? I because mean, it's an intelligent life form, as we aforementioned discussed. But in discussed. my fantasy, they've chosen to pleasure me. <laughs> because they love me so much. Because, because Is this like a sister-wife situation you're thinking? A lot. You and Flubber are both married to Dr. Flubber. Whatever Dr. his Flubber name. is married to his work, okay? What is his real name in the movie? Why can't we... Do we not know any know. of this? I can look it up, I guess. I don't know any about Flubber besides that it's bouncy. Oh, Williams Flubber. Uh, his, he's Professor Philip Brainerd. So I'm Mrs. Brainerd. You're Mrs. Brainerd. Yes. And I'm getting, um, getting fucked by the uh, uh, army of green Flubber boys. Whenever Professor Brainerd can't make it in because he's playing at the science place. Okay? And not every marriage is perfect, but we're rich because Flubber is, you know, has... Profitable You, you, you put Flubber on a, on a rocket ship and it can fly to Mars at, with one tank of gas. I mean, it's revolutionary, right? Yeah. Because it's smooth and bouncy. And I'm imagining if I'm nice enough to the Flubber, it'll want to be nice to me back. I think we're both on the same page with Jack being the person that has got to go on this. But I am wholeheartedly disagreeing you on Dr. Brainerd being marriage material. He's a workaholic. He's, like, addicted to his shit. He was crazy enough to come up with, like, a bouncy green goo with the mind of its own. Again, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sexually rewarding, definitely going to fuck. Now, Alan Parrish Mm -hmm. of Jumanji Mm -hmm. is a young boy that got trapped in a game and he has a lot of parental money. Uh, I can relate to that. That house, is, the game. that house is very nice. So, yes, he had a rough upbringing. He had no upbringing. He's, he was trapped in a, in a, in a Parcheesi game for 26 years. It was a jungle. He had to fight for his life. He's like Tarzan. Uh-huh. He's like modern Tarzan. But he has no, like, manners. He's not, nor- he's not a normal person. They, sh- they cut his hair in the movie. He looks totally fine. Oh, everybody knows if you just cut their hair, that automatically makes him normal. It honestly helps a it lot. Somebody should take a hit in this house. Um, wow. 
shots fired. Really attacked. <laughs> Good thing I'm covered in flubber. Shots, okay, so, shots just fucking bounce So, like, bounce listen right off. to me here, though. Like, he has, like, comes from a family of wealth and, and influence. He's got some sort of really life, rich life history where he, like, had a very interesting childhood. He maybe had some trauma that I could help work through with him. Oh, like being attacked by a whole thing of rhinos and monkeys and shit? I... What I'm imagining is that... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, let me just walk through this, because this is where I'm at. Okay, uh, the next door neighbor of Doctor of the, of the Brainerds, mm-hmm. okay? Because in the Brainerds house, there's funky flubber loving happening all over the place. Because uh-huh. the whole house is covered in flubber, so we bounce around just, bing, 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 bing. just chock-a-block, just bing-bong, bing-bong, and dicks and tits are out everywhere. It's delightful, okay? It's okay. like it's like a... Um, trampoline zone but x-rated okay? okay now one over is what the what the fuck is his name alan parish is the parishes and what i'm imagining there is um night terrors where you wake up and he's not anywhere to be found he opened the closet he's up in the corner and he's shit in his own hand and he's built kind of a hut in the corner of the <laughs> closet with his own shit and the toiletries He's, he's afraid that a huge pack of bonobos is going to come in at any moment. It's going to come out of the game. A huge pack of flesh-eating bonobos is going to come out of the game at any moment and take him back into his nightmarish jungle hell. Okay, that's what I'm so, worried about. And just remember, next-door neighbors, fun. funky, flubber, butt-loving. Okay? Okay. Other neighbor. I think this is a classic hunt. case of the 70s suburbs. You know what I mean? <laughs> I... You got one house that's a bunch of hippy dippy key key swapping type lovers, it's just me. and then the next house over is a bunch of wasps. Can I it's finish just my point? Me, Brainerd and the flubber baby. That's all you cancel it needs. Can I finish my point though? If we're going off of the Jumanji lore, which is the only lore that we have, <laughs> the goal you have to. Alan Parrish comes out of his ordeal relatively well balanced and He's he even nuts. gets a chan- chance to meet his mom and dad again. So as far as I'm concerned, He's completely mentally stable. There's nothing wrong with him. And 100% the best option. You don't think that being chased by rhinos for 26 years is going to give you a little bit of PTSD? I think this whole entire pandemic is giving me PTSD. And And I'm hoping. For for what, three months? Not even. This is 26 years of being afraid uh, that that a bonobo is going to eat your heart when you're asleep. All I'm saying is that I think that there. Is a reason for his madness. Where a flubber, I can't really. You're gonna pin it marry down. the monster man, as opposed to marry the man who has an infinite supply of the wonder <laughs> material that creates yeah. a small boy, a yeah, small green I am. boy. I get to live in a really nice palatial house. It's very lovely. Hey, that's his parents' house. Yeah, well, they a, move out. He has a condo. Okay, he has not. He has no. By the way, he has no fucking job. He has no skills. I'm gonna support him. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna marry. You're gonna marry just like a neat, like an incel Tarzan. Here, new movie idea. Got it. This is it. Screw this podcast. Fuck it. New idea. Incel Tarzan. Um, this has gotten out of control, so I'm gonna ring the bell. But before I do that, um, I need you to repeat your answer, and I'm gonna repeat mine. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> just to get this out of the way, uh, I will fuck the Monster Man from Tarzan. No, from Jumanji. God damn it. Uh, Alan Parrish, okay? I'll marry Dr. Flubber and his flubber and his wondrous flubber concoctions, and I will kill the man boy. Okay. Um 
Disagree. I'm going to be killing Jack. I'm going to be fucking uh, Flubber Doctor. And I'm going to be marrying uh, Jumanji Man. Dr. Brainerd. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Got it. That was a good one, Gab. All right. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. What do we got here? What do we got here? Alright, Gab, this is on you. This is big. Well, for uh, some quarantine vibes, um, I came up with the idea of watching all of the Star Wars movies in chronological order. Oh. One, I wanted to put use to my Disney Plus subscription, so I thought that that was important financially for me. Um, and then two, I just played Animal Crossing while Josh complained the whole time. It was quite delightful. Um, so for, with that preface, I'm going to ask you, Joshua Ralph Didrickson, Mary Screw Kill, Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, race Palpatine? When she says she's Ray Skywalker at the end of that movie. Yeah, but she's a Palpatine according to the lore. I'm dead. I'm dead inside. You know when you know when you you get cut and you have a scar mm-hmm. and then accidentally the scar gets is opened up again mm-hmm. and it hurts like so much more because the flesh is all scarred up. Yeah. And it's all gross and it mm-hmm. hurts really bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he didn't ask for this. He didn't ask to get hurt again. But then your your love of your life, your your beautiful lady love. Wants you to watch all the Star Wars movies. And you haven't watched them in a long time, and you love Star Wars, but you watch them, and they're very—they're not very good. And it hurts you so bad that you have mental problems now. You've gotten—you <laughs> got hurt so hard that your brain's been destroyed. Yeah, that's what happened to me. That happened to me. <laughs> that was that, happened, I, that story's about me, go. Um. <laughs> so yeah, the surprising not anyone. In like the whole universe, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I was a huge one. Now I'm just a normal. I'm just a normal man trying to live his life. Mm-hmm. But um, this is kind of this is kind of a no brainer actually. Like I really the, the characters are rich and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like they fall into categories that are fairly obvious. Um, let's start with Anakin. Um, passionate, brooding, mm-hmm. kind of a dummy, kind of a kind of a bit of a moron, honestly. Bit of a because he's so horny. Bit of a dumb bastard. Now I'm glad you brought this up because it's I, honestly I'm surprised. Well, I'm not really surprised. Thank goodness we've gotten here when we did. Um, you've got the Force powers; they all do, and they're all very powerful. I think Anakin's probably the most powerful out of all of them, but Rey has all the Jedi behind her now, so I don't know how that works. That's kind of an ass pull. Doesn't really mean anything. I don't know what that, what they mean by that. I'm getting sidetracked already. <clears throat> Anakin's probably the strongest. Let's go. Let's go with that. Probably. You think? Yeah. He is. He is the most. He has the most potential of all. Yeah, but doesn't Luke beat him in? Well, because they're still good in him, but of pure raw force power. Oh. I guess out of the three. Well, no, I think the implication is that Ray has got more force well, power than there, all. She of has them. all the Jedi behind her. But no, like but even before when but Luke is be- training her in the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, though her he her, goes, I have never seen so much raw power. But in the beginning, Kylo Ray. But in the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, uh, she's having trouble. Her emotions are getting in the way, and she can't hit the thing. And she gets zapped by the other thing, by the ball. Remember well, that? Well, that's the problem with all of these motherfuckers. That's the problem with the Force. It's about maintaining balance. And ah, that's- wrong, though. Only the only the light side of the Force is about that. The good side of the Force, uh, the bad side of the Force is about pouring your emotions into it. It's easier and it's stronger in the short term. Mm. But I don't, I'm not even, I don't, we're not doing this. We're not really having a parallel discussion here. What I'm talking about is, um, 
jerking yourself off with the force powers. <laughs> because you got to, right? Because like, Luke, okay. So what does a force jerk off look like? Is that just like Let me walk you through it. Well, take my hand and let's go on a little journey while Josh explains how <laughs> you would. How you would. <laughs> okay, so this is pretty simple. Like the force is being shown to essentially just be telekine- telekinesis, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we watch all the Star Wars movies. There's how many shots are there of a lightsaber clattering to the ground into a corner? A lot of shots. And then what, they, what do they do? They put their hand out and they go, zoop, and it goes into their hand, right? But so that implies that you can pull something, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also some um, force power f- examples where they're flipping switches, mm-hmm. they're making things float, or the rocks are floating. Mm-hmm. So what I'm what I'm imagining is hands free, just hands free, laying on your back, dig out like a mass of a ship. Yeah, but something's gotta move your dick. Yeah, so like what? you imagine a, a ring of pure force energy around oh. your dick, and you just milk it. So right. You milk it so right, just like how the Jedi Masters used to do. I am, they must have. That must have been in the books that nobody read. The sacred decks! <laughs> There's a whole book about jerking off with no hands. So what I'm saying is, out of all three of these horny bastards, they probably all were horny. I mean, Ray. I mean, she was for sure. certainly a little horny. And Luke, a lot of time, you know, on Tatooine. Like just it's just it's just you He's and the moisture. Sitting there staring at R two D two, being like, "That looks like a <laughs> big old titty." If you if you squint, R two D two looks like a big blue and white boob. You're absolutely right. <laughs> just a, one big tit. And let's not even get started with Jabba the Hut. He's like one big tit too. And Jabba the Hut looks like a big old flaccid penis. That's true. Anywho, um, all I'm saying is that Anakin is absolutely out of the three the most likely one who is shooting who is busting on the reg so do you think that that's the most fuckable character i think he's probably the best in bed he's the most passionate yeah and, 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 I, I, and i want to remind you all three of these shitheads are all from desert planets uh and they're also they're, they're probably like not big on hygiene and they're probably crusty but anakin got off the desert planet much younger and he was yes. a high... He was essentially a celebrity at the end there. Yes. So he probably is, like, the most refined and the most nice-smelling. Like... Yeah. I mean, Luke Skywalker in those movies, in the newer ones, he's drinking that green milk just all over his yeah, face. Yeah, it's just like, all crusty and gross. Right. Um, uh, so I think... Now you've made me feel repulsed by every single one of these. But here's the real kicker for me. Um, there's this man. Uh, he's a black space samurai. With a big red lightsaber? His name is Darth Vader. And Anakin, yeah, but he's not in this But Anakin story. becomes him for sure, right? So I can't be married to Anakin, even though he's the most refined and probably the most sexually experienced, because eventually he'll turn to essentially space Frankenstein, and um, I will be killed, right? I mean, that's what's happening here. If I'm the Padme, well, no, no, no. If, I'm, if my midriff is showing, and I'm wearing a white outfit, and I'm fighting in a gladiatorial arena, like Padme Amidala, and I'm a young child princess... And I'm married to Anakin Skywalker. Uh, I have to die for Luke and Ray. To, well, Luke especially to live. Uh-huh. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to get killed by uh, by, by, the, by the Force or Anakin. Not really sure that happens. The movies don't really explain how exactly she dies. It's fucking. It's a problem. We it's don't. Fine. Need to, we don't need to go there, baby. We don't have to go there. Um, We've done it three times this week. It's okay. Oh. 
So I think I what I'm saying is that Anakin's probably the best choice, but it wasn't for Darth Vader. And he and Darth Vader does exist. He has to exist for Luke Skywalker to, to exist. So mm-hmm. the, so he has to exist inside the the the, the, uh, the logic of the of the question. So I'm gonna go with marrying Ray. That's because she oh. has the most potential post adventure to be a normal person. Yeah. Luke is uh, a shattered heat person who dies. Uh, pr- protecting his family and friends. Uh-huh. Uh, Anakin gets killed, eventually um, saving his son, but also being responsible for the murders of millions. I mean, he's he's he's, re- he's tacitly responsible for Alderaan being blown up, and he has one-on-one murdered like a ton of people. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead with and just and just go for it. Yeah, go. Marry Ray. Mm-hmm. Fuck Anakin. Kill Luke. And I don't like killing Luke. He'd probably be fun to have a beer with. But out of the two, I can't really afford to not fuck Anakin or Mary Ray, I don't think. Interesting. So I I, I pose you this question because I think you make a really great case on all fronts. I, I kind of agree with you that <clears throat> fucking Anakin is is kind of the choice. But where I toss up is Luke and Ray, because I I could go either way. That Ray. said. If you killed Anakin, mm-hmm. wouldn't you like save the like <coughs> galaxy? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess, yeah. Like, would that be the opportunity for you to be like the hero? Oh, geez. Like what Obi Wan <laughs> tried to do, but then he turned into a, a Franken monster. He really spilled the beans on that one, didn't he? He really should have finished the job. Yeah, like he... You can't leave him there on the lava. You shouldn't have left him there on the lava. You You good, Obi-Wan? You having a bad day, my man? Like, get in there and finish the job, buddy. You and McGregor should have just... (laughs) Yeah, come on, you. Chased his head off. You really should have just gone... Just got him. So you're saying uh, you kill Anakin in the duel before he becomes Darth Vader? Mm-hmm. Because in that timeline, Luke still exists... And that's my point. Well, I I mean, I think that you, you've you reached an interesting point, but I got to say, I mean, Obi-Wan at that time, Obi-Wan and Anakin, essentially represent the two most powerful Jedi left, right? I mean, mm-hmm. after Mace Windu gets killed, Yoda is in retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, Order 66 is happening, so other Jedi are being killed, mm-hmm. right? Um, you think you could kill Anakin and Obi-Wan couldn't do it? Well, I mean, how powerful are you, babe? I mean, how are you powerful in the Force, are you? Huh? I just got one question about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Why aren't there more guns? Why don't the Jedi use the guns? Good question, honestly. And I know this reminds me of our Harry Potter discussion where I'm like, why doesn't Voldemort just have a fucking Glock and he just pulls out? He's just like, wow. Uh, no, but uh, they have guns. The problem is that the Jedi, they have super, they essentially have superpowers, right? And the... Like, if they can block lasers, right, that go at the speed of light, a bullet is slower than that. So, like, blocking a bullet with a, with a lightsaber would be like nothing. Okay. Well, it'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like doing a high five with somebody. Like, boop. You know? 
So are you implying that, like, even though I would want to kill Anakin, that I'm not skilled enough to do it? You would have to. In is that what your implication is here? I guess. I guess if you want to boil it down to that, you could. It could be construed as you could as say saying, that I'm not as good as Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> at fighting at fighting Jedi. You've never You're seen me fight a Jedi. I can do it. So now you've made me nervous about killing Anakin because I thought I could just like waltz up in there and like kill Anakin and then like be the savior of the universe and like really. You have to have a plan. And if you, if your plan I have a plan. If your plan is to become, if your your plan is to become, become famous, blowing him up is not like a super personal way to become famous for killing him. And by the way. If you kill him before he becomes Darth Vader, everyone will be like, holy shit, why did you kill the most powerful Jedi who protects us all? Yeah, that's, so that's true. Tough. That's a logic flaw on my part. That's a bit of a little it's a bit, a bit of a logic flaw, you okay. could say. Then I think you might have done it on this one. Mm. I think I think we're in agreement here. Really? Yeah, I think so. Alright, why don't you why don't you uh, restate? Um, I'm going to fuck Anakin, marry Rey, and kill Luke Skywalker? Regrettable, but must be done. It must be done. Begun. The Clone Wars has. <laughs> I'd fuck Yoda, probably. That, but Yoda's not even a part of this right I just would. I would just fuck him. He's like a little toad. He's not like a little toad. But it had to be like original Yoda, not like boring politics Yoda. I want like ragamuffin, ramshackle hut Yoda. He's got the snap in his pussy out of all the Yodas, probably. I'm not going there. Ding, ding, ding. Ooh, yeah. Next question. Yeah, which Yoda has the tightest pussy? I'm not going here. Gab, this is your business. I mean, if we're going to go by logic state. We should. The, the Clone Wars Yoda has definitely got the tightest pussy because he's the youngest. I mean, like, that's the way it works, Are you baby. saying that he is? So you're saying that when he's older, he's fucking a lot and it's loosening it up. A hundred percent. And during the, the Clone Wars, he was not getting any pussy at all. No. Definitely now, not. He's too busy running a fucking war. Come on, Josh. I, I like, can't believe I have to have this conversation well, with you. Well, I don't want to do this, but I want to need you to, to, to buckle your seatbelt for a second because um, are you familiar with the character named Yaddle? Are you familiar with Yaddle? Josh, I really don't need to go down it's a Star Wars universe hole. Yaddle. She's a Lady Yoda. I thought she that- is in the prequels, and she looks pretty bad. It's Yaddle, Gabo. Wait, so Yaddle's in the wait, movie. Wait, I don't Gabo, remember this, this bitch. Is, this is Yaddle. The quiet Yaddle was a member of the same mysterious species as the revered Jedi Master Yoda. Yaddle sat on the Jedi Council with her fellow green-skinned diminutive Force user. By the time of the Clone Wars, she was no longer on the Council. Question. Mm-hmm. When we talk about Baby Yoda... Yeah. Could those two have fucked and then made Baby Yoda, or is that too long ago? I think it's too long ago, because it's only 50 years. I think the implication... Well, the the thing about Yoda and why he's interesting in the first place is that his species and how they work, what they are, is a mystery. Which is on on purpose and the point of how a lot of this works. So we really don't know how Yaddle is connected to Yoda, but she is a Lady Yoda. And it's implied in in Mandalorian, uh, because... The doctor that Werner Herzog's mm-hmm. hanging out with has, has a Camino jacket uh-huh. on that um, the baby Yoda is a clone. So I don't know if he's literally the offspring uh, of a Yoda or a Yaddle. I what see. I'm saying is that if we're talking about 
tight pussies. We're talking about Yodas. And also, this in my- I'm telling you right now, Yaddle ain't got a tight pussy. Well- That's a flabby thing. We're talking about Yoda's pussy. So by logic, Yaddle has the male member, okay? And she was around in- the prequels, and she's not around on Dagobah, okay? So he was getting it in. Yeah, but in the, in the Jedi Temple, and then by the time it's in Dagobah, it's a it's 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 dry as a bone. It's dry as a Tatooine summer. So, okay, but so what I'm this saying is, is what you're don't you're missing about pussies. Which who's pussies? You're just missing about the whole world of pussies. That, like, they're very resilient, but, like, their elasticity and their flexibility, like, all muscles when you get older, aren't as strong. So what I'm saying is this ability, even if he's fucking in the Clone Wars, to recover that pussy structure is a lot better than when he's on Dagobah, I, <laughs> regardless if he'd be fucking or not. Is he getting any on Dagobah now? Is he getting any? Have any? you seen those little snake creatures? Fucking the snakes. He's fucking the snakes. Yeah, speaking of snakes. You'd be on Dagobah for 75, two days and you'd be fucking the snakes. Hmm. Well, uh, we're going to have to have, you know, if you want to weigh in on when in Yoda's life his pussy was the most snappiness and tightest, uh, you can email us about that. I would absolutely love, if I got an email about Yoda's pussy in my inbox, I would have the best day of my whole life. So I really would appreciate that. Okay. Okay. It's time to get into it. Our third FMK of the evening. Are you ready? Okay. You feeling good? You got some juice left? I'm limber and ready to go. Fantastic. Great. So I'm going to go ahead and pick, uh, this is really exciting, a, a sort of a cocktail trio. Oh. Okay. It's the Hurricane, the tropical drink, the Hurricane, mm-hmm. uh, the Mudslide, the famous uh, TGI Fridays level you know, chocolate liquor drink, the mudslide. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is one I didn't even know because we, we had to look this one up. Uh, the tornado. Which, it's a shot, right? No, it's a drink. I have. Well, I have, that I have, looks like a shooter to me. Maybe it is. I don't really know. Uh, so Pour tequila in a shot glass. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's a tall shot glass. This is. This sounds freaking rough, okay? Oh. It's tequila into a tall shot glass. Eggnog slowly to the tequila to form a top layer, and then you put grenadine on top. And I assume you like twist it up to get all tornado-y. Now that sounds like an absolute nightmare. That sounds like it would kill you. So That's you should just do it the service and kill it back. Now, can we? <laughs> what I'm imagining when I hear the words drink and tornado sort of together is uh, I'm in sixth grade. It's science class, and we have two big Sprite bottles. Yes. And there's water in one. Yes. And we, you tape them together, and yes. then the water drains in, and it creates a big tornado. Yes. Uh, what if we filled one bottle with like, uh, tequila, eggnog, and grenadine all the way up, and, oh. then, and then you just put my mouth there, and then it went... And it created the ultimate tornado, because you know what would happen after that? You would go to the hospital. I would puke it all over the place. <laughs> shot is a nightmare. Here's my problem. I'm looking at the picture. It's absolutely horrible. It's, it, it looks, looks so gross. The they've, they've chosen, it's like a David Lynch picture. It's like got a dark background and the, the eggnog looks green. It the, looks like pus. The fact that it's tequila and, and not like a vodka or a rum, like that's nerve wracking, The granadine is giving me like chunky salsa vibes. Oh. It's terrible. 
Uh, but the, here's the real here's the real casualty, the real tr- um, the real tragedy of the whole thing. I would like to drink that now, just please. <laughs> I would like one, please. Thank you. Ew, please. Are you uh, a glutton for punishment? Is that what your thing is, or are you just so <laughs> desperate to go to a bar that you'll drink anything that's served to you? <laughs> a little shot glass. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm imagining is the sweetness of the eggnog. Well, no, because the eggnog coats your throat, right? Yes. And the tequila slides down, no prob, no prob, Bob. And then the oh. gravity at the end, a little, a little kiss of sweetness. It looks horrible. Maybe it's good though. I don't know, man. I'm skeptical as all hell. I have okay. had a mudslide and I have had a hurricane before, and both of those sound. Let's move on to the mudslide. Now you mentioned it. The mudslide drink to look kind of like dookie. Well, good. Here's the mudslide. Well, first of all, I'm talking about the classic serve that you get at the TGI Fridays. It comes in a gallon wine glass with the chocolate drizzle around the edge, and that's sexy is as hell, man. Is it and vodka? Is that what it is? I don't even know what's in it. No, it's like is it Ovaltine? Chocolate liqueur and like vodka. Vodka, coffee liquor, uh, Bailey's. Bailey's Irish cream, heavy cream, and chocolate shakes. So this is essentially a dessert. This is not even really a drink. It is it is a dessert drink. It's a drink for moms to go, ooh, how heavenly. Ooh, that's sinful. Ooh. Ooh, I should. <laughs> Only moms ooh, from 1998. Let's be bad. Linda. Let's Tonight, bad. let's be bad and get and Get, get a mudslide. Linda. I will have a tornado. Uh, and a mudslide. Uh, I call that the natural disaster. <laughs> and, I, and that's what I call my body when it's over. That sucks. Someone posted on Twitter a picture of fucking mozzarella sticks. And I, I, I got a little, I felt a little twitch in my nether regions. But they were you like got a little so, hard because you saw mozzarella sticks? Just like in that little white plate. Were they on plate? a plate? Or yeah, were, white plate with oh, a little shit. bit of marinara sauce. That and, and they I looked, get. They looked fucking if they, good. If they were on a tin box, I would be like, that won't get me turgent anymore. I could order mozzarella sticks right... Well, no, not right God, now. I would love mozzarella sticks. It's too late. Most of the restaurants are closed now. Okay, okay, good. Wait, this, is so, this, is, this is so serendipitous. Drink idea. Okay. Big wide glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, ice. Mm-hmm. A little bit of vodka. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 vermouth, I guess. Hey, you're just making a martini. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then a little marinara sauce. Then two mozzarella sticks. <laughs> it's called the Gandolfini Vacation. <laughs> it's a martini with two mozzarella sticks in it. Honestly, I'm ready for that. Okay, here's an idea. I can't believe this isn't the thing. Olive... Thin mozzarella stick, boop, put it in the olive. Put that in the, in the martini. You've done it. Well, first of all, let's back this all up. Let's put that on top of a fucking Bloody Mary. What are you doing here, man? Oh, shit. The Bloody Mary exists. That's yeah. like kind of what I'm already talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. People are probably yelling at their at their computers like, uh, excuse me, moron. It's a Bloody Mary. That's a Bloody Mary, you dumb motherfucker. I mean, the implication is that you're just pouring, like, ragu and vodka <laughs> and putting mozzarella stick in it, where a Bloody Mary has got, that. like, I'm other things. I'm going to make a vacation. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> we got some tomato sauce in the kitchen. Well, tomato sauce, just like mom used to make a little homemade gravy, a little vodka, two mozzarella sticks. Blam! <laughs> Shove the top. Hey, I'm drinking it. Top with the meatball. <laughs> No, you know what it is? A little Parmesan cheese on there. <laughs> hey, I'm drinking it. Just like in the old country. Okay, that's... <laughs> that's also a nightmare. <laughs> wow, quite good. Uh, let's focus on... I mean, we've... <coughs> <coughs> oh, 
sorry, I got a dust particle in my mouth. It's okay. Okay. So, like, let's personify. Do we need to discuss the hurricane once in a hurricane? Ah, uh, boring, tropical, Jenny Buffett. Let, let's get in there. I think it's pineapple juice, coconut, grenadine. Light rum, dark rum, passion fruit juice, oh. orange juice, lime, simple syrup, grenadine, maraschino cherry, and orange slice. Okay, so I was pretty fucking close. This is another mom drink, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But there's t- they are distinctly different moms. Oh, Absolutely. This is a great point. This is a great point. So the mudslide mom is... <laughs> oh my god, mudslide mom. Is a wasp. She <sighs> is got a coiffed blonde bob, pop collar white shirt, jeans, loafers. It's unbelievably good. Purse. One daughter who's on drugs. Pills, though. Not yes. just smoke. She's on pills. On pills. Um, purse that she carries of choice... Always a coach bag. Always a coach bag. Not the nice leather ones either. The ones with the tacky C's on the outside. Fuck. Wow. Okay. Hurricane Mom? Mm-hmm. She's what I would like to call Florida mayhem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roots are showing for sure. Need for to sure. Die, die job. Very tight, hot pink tank top. One daughter who is in prison for, for stealing cars. And one daughter. Eaten by an alligator. Whose arm was bit off by an alligator. So close. <laughs> she was teasing it. And oh, then she you wears want it. Her, oh, you want it. And then she has her studded cut-off shorts and her clear-heeled sandals. She's going to the Jimmy Buffett concert, and she's pre-gaming beforehand. Yes, 100%. I love that. Now, Tornado Nancy. <laughs> tornado Nancy is just one, one human woman. It's just one woman. She's not a class of, of, of She's of got a gold... Crown tooth. Oh my God, tornado Nancy. <laughs> she wears a black Harley Davidson girl tank uh, t-shirt, not tank top. Too slut. That's too slutty. But t-shirt. Okay. Bell bottom jeans, motorcycle boots, leather jacket. Is she a motorcycle mom? Oh, she's a motorcycle mom. I I think this is this is. I mean, first of I all, I mean, am I right or am I right? Very high resolution imagination because I'm imagining <laughs> these women like. Crystal clear. You've, you've conjured them here in the room. It's fantastic and accurate. I just want to point out that the phrase mudslide moms is so fucking good. And I swear to God, when I, I found my dad's porno collection, I was going through each one, you know, hustlers, you know, whatever, I don't need to penthouse. Know you no. And there was a couple of mudslide moms, you know, issues in there. <laughs> Because mudslide mom sounds like a like a like slutty a, division of like Pornhub, right? No, it sounds like kind of like a skid mark, kind of like a kind of like a oh, fetish like a, porno, a butt, a butt, kind of like site. a butt or like a poop thing, a butt site. Yeah, butt site. <laughs> Perfect. Mudslidemoms.com. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. That's what you would when you would type in when you were a kid on the internet and you type something wrong and then like a thousand pops would show up like all at once. Yeah. And it was just like mudslide moms just like all over the place. <laughs> Your mom comes in, Josh, what are you doing? Mom, I was just looking up Star Wars. I was looking up Yaddle, mom. You gotta believe me. She's You're not on the right website. She's a lady Yoda, mom. You're not on the right website. I'm looking up Kia D Mundy's Wikipedia page. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now that we have got our ladies of the hour lined up. I'm just checking my bookmarks, making sure I don't have mudslidemoms.com in there. Make sure I, I remove that. 
<laughs> yeah, you got to remove that. I, but you know, if you ever okay. died, I would clear. I think that's your... how I got a virus. I was looking at mudslidemoms.com. It is hundred percent the reason why you got a virus. So, like with that, I mean, like I think I'm gonna go hot take city on this one. I mean, you gotta kill the tornado. Like that just sounds like a disaster and like not fun, and it won't be fun the next day. And I don't even know if it will be fun in the moment. That's how scary that Yikes. drink is to I don't me. Know if I agree with that. Okay. So that's my hot take. And then I think you marry Mudslide Mom and you fuck Hurricane Mom. I think you're so close. I think marrying Mudslide Mom is right on the money. Um, if we remove the sort of nasty, perverted part of it that I was talking about, mm-hmm. the Mudslide Mom is the most stable. Uh, she, still, she, still, she still knows how to have fun, okay? Yeah. I mean, she's been to college. You know what she's talking about. She, yeah. she has fun. Um, but I got to say, Hurricane Mom, I got no time for that. Get out of here. I'm fucking Tornado Mom. I'm oh. fucking Tornado Nancy. For sure. Okay. And sure, we have to do it quick because her boyfriend Brett's going to be back from the ride at any moment, and she's going to and he'll and he'll beat the crap out of me and break the door down. I mean, you're not making a bad point here. But uh, at least I'll have some excitement in my life when I go back to Mudslide Mom. And sure, she posed for that magazine a long time ago, but it, it's been a long time. Yeah, and then. she ain't into that anymore. No, she cleaned up her act. And she's every time her. you bring it up, Derek, she gets <laughs> mad. <laughs> Sometimes when we're out when we're out in public, people will be like, "It's Miss ninety two, it's Mudslide Mom ninety <laughs> two. Heavy load Lola is walking around right now, okay, at the AMC to go see the Rise of Skywalker. That's Mudslide Mom from the from June the June ninety two issue. She likes it. She likes she, the attention. She's into it, man. She likes the attention. Um, that's I, delightful. That's I actually quite delightful. I think we've done it here. Should I ring the bell? Yes. Wait, let's reiterate. I would um, fuck the tornado, marry the mudslide, kill a hurricane. Um, I'm going to kill the tornado, marry the mudslide, fuck the hurricane. Ding, ding, ding. Fantastic. Yeah. Are you ready to shift into hyperspeed? Part into hyperspace? two. Part two. Part two. Part two. It's time two, to go to phase two. two. We're done with the FMKs now. That's in the past. Yes, and I get to pick this one. We're in the, in the future. We're going to do a, a bit of a mix-up, a bit of a fun kind of alternative question. Uh, that's more of a would you rather or would or a would you win in the fight style scenario. Okay. Now here is uh, Gabby Kaiser with the pick. Josh, would you rather have disappointing sex every night for a full year or one great night of sex per year? Per year. Phew. I, I I mean, listen, really great sex because it has the power to change a man's life. To just to put him on a different trajectory, you know. I mean, That's if, if Padme had boinked Anakin the right way, he might have just been like a. He might have just said, "Oh, fuck me, Jedi! I'm going to be a space accountant. I'm just going to do numbers." I think. That's what did happen, though. And if she had utilized her Naboo cooter to its full to its full potential, okay, that snapping pussy that the all Nabooians have, okay, if she had just just broken off a piece of that for a young Anakin Skywalker, he could have been like Jedi Sith. Who gives a shit? I'm talking about working that, you know, working that clam. <laughs> I'm going to forgive you for saying the phrase, I'm working, working that clam. clam. Now, boo style. A, a good sex can change it all around for someone. Mm-hmm. But once a year is is not even close to enough. And, I, you know, I'm not yeah. an everyday guy. I need to, you know, I have a pretty low libido compared to most people, I guess. But um, once a year is a no-go. Yeah, that's it's a too no-go long. It's a no-go for me. 
And um, the disappointing sex is leaves, leaves it leaves a lot of loopholes, right? Like, yeah. disappointing for who? We could we could go we could we could go. If it has to be one person who's disappointed each night. We'll just go off. Odds we'll demons, just alternate baby. it. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm shooting. Okay, Thursday, okay. Tuesday, Sunday. You're right. You're you're squeezing the, the bed sheets, biting the pillow. Okay. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like if that's what we're doing, that's and what that we're doing, I think right? nets out to like. The average. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I agree with you. I think I'd much rather have disappointing sex every night for a full year than one great night of sex for a year. But I do think that Padme should have fucked, fucked him right. I think she did, and that's why he got all fucked up. He was upset because he couldn't shoot. Because he, he, he thought that if he shot, he would get kicked out of the Jedi Order. Yeah, but he did shoot and got... Made two babies. Yeah, so. but at that time it was too. It was too. It was too far gone. She should have let him hit right off the bat. Fair enough. All right. I think this. You pack- gotta let the Star Wars Jesus, who's gonna bring balance to the Force, hit that Naboo Strange Cooter. That Naboo Cooter. Okay? Naboo Cooter. You love it. Um, you love hearing that. I. Would personally like to thank everybody for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for putting today. up with us on this one. Um, you know, it was an interesting ride. I'm I'm hoping that you enjoyed. Bumpy, really. you made it though. Yeah, but you know, you put some flubber on your tires, you just be bouncing. You're flying, baby. You're flying, baby. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, please remember to follow us at Sweet Steppers. Uh, that's Josh's Twitter, and he needs the follows. It's, please help me. Please help him. But you can always email us um, comments, concerns, suggestions um, at ttqpodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe. That's true. And uh, Five stars only. Yes, you want five stars only. And I want to thank uh, Daniel Nesman and the Scriveners for recording our new theme song, which we absolutely love. It's delightful. Uh, and I think we're on to the last... Uh, the last step in our in our story here. The yeah, last let, page of our storybook. Yeah, lay them on with a fun fact. So we like to, uh, it's traditional here on the TTQ, uh, to leave you with a fun fact so that you haven't become stupider by listening to stuff that we talked about, like Mudslide Moms or Nabu Cooter or uh, uh, Wayne Knight turning into a little flat pancake. <laughs> In space, too. I fucking love that movie. Anywho, any dang who, uh, here it is. Did you know that human birth control pills work on gorillas? Whew. Thank goodness. I'm safe, then. Happy to hear that. Excuse me? Yeah, that's good news for me. What? <laughs> I'm watching my brow. <laughs>